talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Welcome to the show today. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris McGruder. Welcome to Catholic Women Now. Around a coffee table here this morning having a conversation. And we have a guest today that many people know. Sam Helligan's joining us today. He's a 2013 graduate of Dowling High School, so he's a local local kid here. Yep. He's going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Yes, and his experience through it, you know, in the last few years, and his experience from high school to now, and uh, um, kind of his ministry with Damascus as well. Yes, so, and he's powerful. done some work with Encounter Ministries out there, which is a young, up-and-coming um, group that's about the Holy Spirit and um, praise and worship and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so stay manifesting tuned. Manifesting those gifts. Stay tuned, because there's a lot of us who, who think we know the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and I think there's a lot for us to learn. That's right. But let's start in prayer so that we can be covered as we go through this. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And if you have any text questions for Sam, go ahead and text us. We're at 515-223-1150. They're probably going to be pouring in. And if we don't get to you, we'll, we'll try to answer them even next week. Off so. the air. Yes, yep, that's yep. right. Well, we um, are so excited. We've got a golf outing coming up here June 14th next week here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Chris and I are going to be there, even though we don't know how to play golf. So so, so anybody? Who, I, I know how to play golf. I'm just terrible. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I don't know how to play golf. But anyway, grab grab some friends and join us at the Iowa Catholic Golf Outing June 14th at Blank Golf, golf Course. Yes, yes. And thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting our show, Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. She does a great job of making insurance simple for you. So you can find her on the line, excuse me, on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling on the line at 515-226-2111. Well, we're excited to welcome to the show today Sam Halligan. He is a 2013 graduate of Dowling Catholic High School. He earned a degree in theology at Benedictine College in Atchison, Kansas, and he's currently working with Damascus Youth Camps in Ohio. So, Sam, welcome to Catholic Women Now and kind of welcome back home, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Chris and Julie. I, I am so excited to be with you guys today and, and to, to just be able to share what Jesus is doing uh, in my life and in the world right now. Well, tell us, let's just kind of back up a little bit for those listeners out here in mm-hmm. Des Moines. Um, what was your relationship with Jesus like in high school when you were at Dowling? And then kind of take us into how did that change when you went off to college? <laughs> What changed? Give yeah. us, tell us about some of those events. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, grew up just kind of like as a cradle Catholic in, in Des Moines, went to Catholic school, K through 8 at St. Pius, and uh, yeah, and then went on to Dowling. And, and really throughout that whole time of being um, at St. Pius and being at Dowling, I had a kind of like an inclination slash like um, desire to always know about Jesus. Like he was someone who was in my mind that, that I wanted to know more about, but um, didn't necessarily always feel like he was there. And so really throughout um, 
throughout middle school and into high school, the primary mode that I came to know about Jesus was actually in the Mass. And so um, when I was a freshman in high school, I was invited to just begin serving daily Mass. And so, uh, yeah, just my, my freshman year of, of high school, I began to serve daily Mass, and, and it just began as kind of a thing that I wasn't, like, all that committed to, but um, I just continued doing it throughout the years. And so I served pretty much every daily Mass from my freshman year of high school all the way through my senior year of high school. And in that time, I just had a curiosity of knowing about Jesus. But um, the distinction here, I guess I would say, was more of a head knowledge as opposed to a heart knowledge that I was really desiring to know the things about the faith. So um, we had a great priest, Father Zakowski, at Dowling when I was a a student, and I would just, like, um, ask him all these questions, like, Father, what's that? Like, what's this? Like, why are those bells going off at this point in the Mass? And he would just, like, very patiently explain all these things to me. And it was like, he was meeting me where I was at in my curiosity. He was actually stoking the fire to come to know more about Jesus. And throughout my high school, uh, yeah, my high school career, I guess you could say, um, this thirst to know Jesus just kept coming more and more. But the thing that I guess you could say um, really kind of lacked in my life at this moment was like a personal prayer life with Jesus. I had always been exposed to the sacraments. I'd always been ex- exposed to like the beautiful tradition and the prayers of our church, like the Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chapel, the Liturgy of the Hours, like knew these things, had prayed them, um, but didn't really ever feel like Jesus was speaking back to me. Yeah, that's and so typical. Was, yeah. I think that's yeah. just so mm-hmm. typical because so many of us, especially growing up in a Catholic school situation, you do get the head knowledge, you know, or hopefully you mm-hmm. get the head knowledge, but we don't know how to make it, we don't know how to meet Jesus personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's like where it really... Um, where life really changed is a personal encounter with Jesus, because um, it's really where he becomes less of a far-off and distant figure and much more of, like, the personal, like, Savior that he is, the Father, that God the Father is, the advocate that the Holy Spirit is, that they become less of a, a far-off and distant God and much more of a close, um, like, friend to us. And so for me, really, that as, as you're asking, um, just like my conversion from this, this head knowledge to this heart knowledge, Really, for me, it happened on January 3rd, 2015, and on that day, I was a sophomore in college, had made some choices previously in my, in my years of college where I was living one foot, in, uh, one foot in the church and one foot kind of in the world, and I didn't really, um, I didn't really have like an all-in heart for Jesus. But on that day, uh, I was before Jesus in His Eucharistic presence at this beautiful conference, and in that moment, uh, Jesus came before me in this Eucharistic procession, and the priest just stopped before me and blessed me with our Lord. And it was probably only like a five-second encounter, but for those five seconds, it felt like like five minutes. Like it was just this this really like time stopped, and Jesus was before me. And for the first time in my life, it almost felt like the veil was removed. It almost felt like I was able to see him for as he is, right? To see him with eyes of faith. And in that moment, Jesus just like saw my, my faith in approaching him and just pierced my heart with the word, and he said, I thirst. I thirst for you, Sam. And as we know, that's like one of the words he spoke from the cross. And uh, I'm even getting like goosebumps about it right now. Is, is I'm this, getting God this, bumps about it. You know, yeah. and, and Sam, I just want to clarify. So when you say Jesus came before you, you mean the priest was holding the Holy Eucharist in the monstrance? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so Jesus is present in the Eucharist okay. before me um, okay. in, the, in the monstrance. And so the priest just, yeah, came before me in this Eucharistic procession and okay. and stopped before me and just blessed me with, like, with Jesus' high priestly breath. And, and when you say you heard him say, I thirst, 
audibly or you felt it or it was in your thoughts? How did you experience that? Yeah, that's such a good question. Yeah. So it wasn't like an audible voice where it was like, Sam, I thirst for you. It was very much like this, um, this kind of like still small voice, right, that the prophets talk about in, in the Old Testament, that then when they hear like the Lord wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in the earthquake, he was in the still small voice. And so that's really what I experienced uh, Jesus' heart for me as and his voice for me was really his communication to me was just, it didn't sound really any different than my voice other than the fact that I knew I didn't conjure that up. Mm. Like it was this kind of this conviction that just hit me. And from that moment, uh, Jesus uh, just touched me. And he says in the Gospels, right, that that, uh, disciples and followers will be known by their fruit. And so... I believe that Jesus really spoke to me in that moment because of the fruit of my life that I've seen since that moment. Wow. Okay. Well, you're listening to Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Sam Halligan, and he's going to share with us. We're going to ask him a little bit about Jesus's miracles and how those things can still happen today. And, you know, what about us skeptical people who don't necessarily believe it? We'll be back in a second. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Storm Alert Weather. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. 5701 Hickman Road in Des Moines. 515-255-5230. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. Catholic Women Now, welcome back. We are talking to Sam Halligan. And Sam, before the break, we were talking a little bit about your experience just growing up from Dowling and then going into Benedictine College. And I promised the listeners we were going to talk about a little bit about healing miracles and how those things happen today. Mm-hmm. Tell us, tell our um, listeners a little bit about what happened at um, Mass at Benedictine College for you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so really, like I was saying before the break, this, this word was spoken to my heart, and that was really the transitioning point where I I heard Jesus' word, and I made a decision to to leave things that I knew, right? So I was previously studying at a public university at the University of Northern Iowa, 
in that moment, Jesus cut me to the heart, and I made a decision to kind of proverbially drop my nets to follow him. And I did that by transferring to Benedictine College in Atchison, Kansas. And so in my transition to Benedictine, it was really me responding to to God's ask that I would leave everything and follow him, right? To be a worthy disciple that um, that, that leaves everything and follows Jesus. So really in those two years at Benedictine, what happened to me was I began to just experience what it meant to have a, a daily prayer life for the first time in my life. I was praying every day, hearing his voice in prayer. And what Jesus began to reveal to me was that the Bible, that that uh, the New Testament specifically, isn't like a dead letter. It's, it's something that's it's actually always um, living and active, that is sharper than any two-edged sword. And he began to just like peel back um, my unbelief and my doubt as to what is possible when we partner with Jesus um, in, in the world. And so throughout those two years, I really began to just have a, a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And through that, um, outpouring of the Holy Spirit in my life at Benedictine, I began to see the things that Jesus talks about happen in my life. So Jesus says that the Son of Man can do nothing apart from what he sees the Father doing in, in John chapter 5, verse 19. So Jesus was actually able to hear and to see what his Father is doing and to act that out in the world around him. And so, just as I was saying, that's what prayer is, is to be able to hear and to see what, what God is wanting us to do and to do it. And so I began to just, like, pray, Jesus, what do you want me to do today? And I began to just, like, walk around on campus at Benedictine and, and feel God begin to tug my heart for specific people to just, like, smile at, to, to say Jesus loves you, just those simple things. And it began to gradually unfold to, to the powerful love of Jesus that heals, um, that this isn't this isn't something that is reserved for the saints um, or really holy nuns or priests. But Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 12, whoever believes in me will not only do the works that I do, but greater ones because I'm going to the Father. And so Jesus healed the sick, he raised the dead. And I was just am dumb enough to believe what I read. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I think if Jesus said he, like, he who believes in me can do the works that I do, then I can do those things. So I just began to pray with people for healing. Like I felt this tug on my heart to just, to pray like Jesus prayed. And I began to actually see people be healed. The first man I prayed with was a guy who had COPD and chronic bronchitis. And just in an instant, God released him of his pain. Like, he, he was completely healed in, in literally, like, less than two minutes of prayer. And so, um, the week before my graduation, I was contacted by um, Benedictine College Ministry, um, like the head of our ministry program at, at Benedictine, and they asked me to help lead a healing service. And so what that looks like, because that's kind of like uh, kind of foreign uh, that language, is we had a mass for healing, essentially. So on the last day before finals, we had, um, we had put this invitation out to people to come to this mass for healing, to pray for spiritual and physical healing. And we weren't really expecting a ton of people to come. Like in the past years, when they had done a mass for healing, they only had about 50 people come every year. And so we weren't really expecting too many people to come, but we had so many people praying and interceding for this night to happen. That a couple hours before the event, I was talking to the person we were uh, that I was co-running it with, and she was like, "You know, Sam, what if we move this from the Abbey Crick, which is a pretty small little chapel, to the main church, just in faithfulness that God is going to fill that room?" And I was like, "Okay, like I believe that we can ask big things of God, and He's going to show up." And so we went upstairs, and by the time the mass started and the service began, we had 500 people show up. Oh my in gosh! Wow! And so there was actually. Um, really just like standing room only in the church, and people stayed for the Mass. And ten times! For, ten times yeah. what you guys had before. Wow! Oh, and so, right. Oh my gosh, and so what happened after that? Yeah, so we, it's kind of crazy, because you really, it's, it's kind of funny how on on a Sunday Mass, uh, people are reluctant to stay for an hour, or even an hour, ten minutes, right? Yeah. Um, well, this this service, this healing, this time of healing, where Jesus actually like manifested his healing presence in that room, 
people were praying from 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. We were in that church praying for people for healing till 2 a.m. Like, Eight hours. So when you say and people so, were praying, they were they just praying quietly among themselves, or were they, you know, people were praying with teams, like that kind of thing? Yeah, that's a great question. So, yeah, what we did was we actually just kind of preached the gospel that Jesus not only does heal in the gospels, but actually wants to heal through us, and that every believer is fully equipped to, to engage in the works that Jesus has, right? So, like that verse I said earlier, John chapter 14, verse 12, whoever believes in me will not only do the works that I do, but greater ones. And in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus says, those who believe will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. He doesn't say, like, my the apostles and their successors, the bishops. He doesn't say, like, the cardinals. He doesn't say, like, holy men and women. He says, those who believe. And so what we did that night was just, if you believe that Jesus is the Lord and that he can do anything he wants to, and, like, through you specifically, then you're going to see sick people be healed through you if you have the faith to do it. And so we had people just, like, we were kind of just praying, what like, Jesus, what are certain things that you would want um, that you're revealing to us that we could pray for for healing? And so I remember standing at the microphone saying, we believe that Jesus is healing um, torn shoulder ligaments tonight. And people who had torn shoulder ligaments would raise their hands. And it wasn't me or the other person praying for them. We actually had the people in the pews lay a hand and just begin to repeat after us, praying just, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray for complete healing over the ligaments. We pray for all ligaments to be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. And then they would just test it out, and it was amazing the results. People, their pain was completely gone. Wow. Um, yeah. That, it's just amazing because the people in the pews were praying together so they could see that mm-hmm. they would do it. Well, this is Catholic Women on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've got to take a short break here. We're speaking with Sam Halligan, who's a graduate of Dowling Catholic High School, and we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and particularly healing, and we have more of this with Sam after this break, so stay tuned. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Blessman International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessman International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you, Pekin Insurance, for your support of the Dowling Catholic Boys Baseball Broadcast. Confused about insurance? Pekin Insurance, provided by Rob McCarger at Lagori Insurance Agency in Des Moines, can help you find affordable auto, home, business, or life insurance coverage. Pekin Insurance provides beyond the expected services and coverage. Lagori Insurance Agency, 4320.5 Southwest 9th Street, Des Moines, Iowa, 515-285-0370, or online at lagori-insurance.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Welcome back. This is Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we are speaking with Sam Halligan on the wonderful work of the Holy Spirit in our uh, in healing. And Sam, before our break, you were talking a little bit about the healing mass you had at Benedictine College, but also you mm-hmm. talked about how you were walking around on campus and ask, and God was asking you how who you, you were being led to to um, pray mm-hmm. with. So talk a little bit about, about about that, you know, outside the mass and in just the public square when when you're out and about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so that's kind of what I think, as I was sharing with uh, the healing service, what that really instilled in me was that um, that Jesus does change people in a moment, right? That that conversions that should take three years to accomplish, he can do in three minutes of prayer. Right? That when God shows up, not only as the Prince of Peace, but as the King of Power, people's lives are changed. And so I began to realize that this wasn't just reserved for the four walls of the Church, but that the, the closing words of the Mass, like in Latin, are actually ida misa est, right? That's actually go forth and to be the Mass to the world. Mm-hmm. And so I felt this like profound responsibility after that healing service to not like just let what happened there stay there, but actually to be an ambassador of Jesus' healing power to the world. And uh, just in the past like three um, years or so since kind of graduating college and um, really um, encountering the power of the Holy Spirit to heal, I began to just open my day up to, to just Jesus, who do you want to touch through me today? I want to give you all the permission to just be my, like the divine interrupter. That you, like, I'm not going to get upset when I get interrupted by people or interrupted by circumstances, but I'm going to like actually see what you want to do in it. And um, so I, as a, as a missionary, I guess you could say, but more importantly, just as someone who follows Jesus, I began to like walk, just like go to Walmart, go to Target, go to like the grocery store and just walk around. And I'm going to use this word as like highlighting. And so if you've ever been um, kind of like in a place and someone sticks out to you for some reason or like a thing in a room sticks out to you for some reason, I like to think that that's because Jesus is highlighting it. That he's like sticking it out of the room for a reason. Right? And this happens to me a lot when I'm walking through the grocery store. Um, I'll just see someone who sticks out to me for some reason. And instead of brushing it off like, oh, maybe they just look familiar, I ask myself internally and just have a conversation with Jesus and say, Jesus, what do you want to say to that person? And I just trust that Jesus speaks back, that he, he's going to prompt my mind or prompt my heart with a word or an image that he wants to share with this person. And so just a quick example of this was uh, last September, um, not, well, yeah, so uh, only about what, eight months ago, nine months ago, um, I was at a coffee shop that I go to pretty frequently. And while I was there, I was just working, and I saw this guy across the coffee shop, and it was really this idea of highlighting, that he just stuck up to me for no reason. I didn't know why. But I just had this internal conversation with, with Jesus. I said, Jesus, what do you want to say to that guy? And I just heard the word Father, like just like a still, small voice in the silence of my heart. I heard Father. Tell that man that he's like Abraham, the father of nations. So I walk over across the coffee shop, and it took a lot of like boldness and courage to get up and just go talk to a random stranger. I go up to him and say, hey, how's it going? My name's Sam. I'm a Christian, and I just believe that Jesus speaks to me. And I was wondering if I could share with you what he said about you. And very timidly, he was just like, yes, like, is it, is it good? And I was like, of course it's good. Like, God only has good thoughts for us. Like, he has more thoughts for us that outnumber the grains of sand on the beach, and every single one of them is for our good. And so he's like, okay. So I began to share with him that God the Father sees him as a father, that God sees him as a father. And he just kind of looked at me kind of puzzled. and was like, well, that's interesting, Sam, because um, my wife and I have been married for a few years, and we've been infertile. We haven't been able to have a child. And I just began to testify to Jesus' healing power, began to tell him how I've seen people healed instantaneously, miraculously by Jesus' name and by his blood. And I just prayed a quick 30-second prayer with this guy, 
and I saw him this past week at this coffee shop, and he said, you're the Catholic missionary that prayed for me and my wife to get pregnant. And I just wanted to let you know that in July, my wife is going to have a baby. She's two. Oh. That was almost nine months after we prayed. Oh. And so it's just that, that Jesus like still heals today. Wow. So really, that's just kind of an example of, of going out and, and it really, Jesus to the world. It just It's trust is what I hear you say. Mm-hmm. It's trusting in that. And, you know, it, and not always having to have the answer for why you're the outcome of that. You just have to trust that that is a message just for that person, even though it doesn't mean anything to you. And I'm with a bunch of the listeners now saying, yeah, but that's Sam Halligan. That's that's yeah. these other so people. So how, I want to know how can I do that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the thing is like it's this isn't reserved for me. This isn't reserved for like the saints of old. This isn't reserved for priests and nuns. This is for every believer. And I think um, sometimes it's one thing to hear it, right? To hear Jesus say in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, those who believe will lay their hands on the sick and recover. Well, I'm like, if you're listening to this, you could probably raise your hand right now and say, I'm a Christian, I believe. But like when I pray, um, things don't necessarily happen. And I think as Catholics, we're really good at praying for people, but we're not very good at praying with people, right? Mm, so we're okay with like praying in the quiet of our room, saying like, Lord God, please heal this person, as opposed to being with the sick person in the room, which is like, a spiritual work of mercy, and to lay a hand and to say, in the name of Jesus, sickness be gone. And it's nothing that, here's the thing, is it's about the power of Jesus. It's not about the, the, the words that we say, right? It's, it's about his, his power that comes through our act of faith, that every time that God the Father sees us step out in faith, he just gets so excited. He's like, that's my son, that's my daughter that's taking a risk for me. Like, we're literally sticking our neck through a door for, for God. And, and I... I, I've met a lot of dads. I have a cool dad. I've got a really good dad. And, and when I brag about my dad, he likes to like likes to show up to the extent that I brag about him, right? So I would, when I was younger, I would say, my dad is so good at basketball. Like he is, he's actually like better at basketball than I am. He's better at basketball than your dad is, right? I'm joking around, but my dad would actually like. <laughs> he is good. He, he is. I remember watching him in, in high school. He was the three point shooter. He went to the same high school right. I did, so I remember. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's like this reality, though, that when we brag on God, when we brag on who Jesus actually is, when we brag on God the Father, when we brag on the Holy Spirit about who they are, they actually show up in power, because mm-hmm. they, love to, they love to come through on what, what God the Father's children say about Him. Right? And so for us as just normal believers and listeners, it doesn't have to be like a Shakespearean poem that you pray about someone. Mm-hmm. It literally is just you stepping out in faith. And I like to say that faith is spelled R-I-S-K. That when uh, you risk something, you're acting in faith. That's that's and an so, that's an awesome thought, Sam. We got to go out. Our, we're ending our show here. We're getting the yeah. signal, but that's and I'm going to challenge our listeners to do just that to risk stepping out in faith. Thank you so much for being with us. We we love having you. We're going to have to have you back on soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Chris and Julie. I appreciate it. You bet. God bless. God bless you too. Catholic Woman Now is grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who have suffered an injury. FredHaas.com. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Let's go out in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, come. We ask that you help us to be aware of those people who we should stop and pray with today. Be with us and help us to meet this challenge. In your Holy Son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. This is Catholic Women Now broadcasting from the Mercy One studio. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is up next at 9.30. Kindly consider making a $30 monthly donation at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Now go do impossible things with God.
Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio. 